This podcast is an alpha and may be subject to change. Joining me today, I have Teff. Oi, oi. And we also have Zalt, who decided to show up last minute, literally just as we were going live. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, about 15 uh, seconds before we hit the start now button. <laughs> yeah. So we, we literally, we were about to hit the start now button and Zolt sent me like, oh, you know what? I'm actually down for the podcast today. So here he is. Sounds about Zolt. So um, what have we all been playing this week? Shall, uh, shall I let Tef start? I feel like Tef's probably the only one that's been playing anything relatively new. Well, I say no. relatively. Well, relatively old, but more relevant than what we're going to talk about. Well, I've been playing a game that's 20 years old for the most part today. What are you talking about? Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake, okay. It's more, I played more the demo of the remake. Wow. It's like 20 minutes long. And it's just Final Fantasy XV, but set in Midgar, basically. So, Well, you it's said right. it was mixed with cool. Final Fantasy X, did you say? Or eleven? No, I said it's well. I said 12, because 12 and 15 12. have kind of similar kind of combat systems. But the reason I said that is because it's got... Um, it's very action heavy, like 15 is, but it's got that thing that 12 had where you press a button and time stops and it opens like the traditional JRPG menu and you ah, pick okay. like spells and your items from there. So time stops when you're picking your items and your abilities. So I, it's kind I of halfway between the two. Didn't it? It did for items, but not for spells. Spells. I were, think like, they had a different mode, copies. like you could switch it in the menu to like a more yeah, tactical they, mode. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, but like you know, that wasn't like the main combat system. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of the same actually in um in in this, the remake of Seven, where there's some sort of classic mode which isn't really classic at all. Really and then there's not the more real time combat that Fifteen had. Yeah, and I was all played a little bit of Fifteen, so yeah, I never <laughs> played too much though. Sadly, to be fair, I just never ever really got into it. But I do intend yeah. on going back and playing at some point. I've probably got like three or four hours deep into the game. I want to say, oh no, actually a little bit longer. I want to say about eight actually. I got past the demo area, and that's it. Like when you get on the boat to go across the um from, from that bay, I forgot what it's called. Uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. That's uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's way your videos. <laughs> yeah, from a long time ago. But yeah, I mean, I really want to play the remake. Like, what, how's your experience been with the original? Because I know that you said this is the first time you've kind of gotten into it, Death. Yeah, because I've always tried to play it and it, like, bounced off it, like, every time. Oh, did we lose Teth? That's for, like, the, the SNES ones. I'm here? Hello? Yeah, Hello? sorry, you, you, like, cut out then. I wasn't sure if that was just me. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, no, what we... um, on, no it's just, I, I, kept, I, I kept, like, bouncing off it because you could start it up... And it's just like it's so different. It's it's like Resi, but with horrible blocky dumbbell arm characters. And I was just like, this is just too weird. Can't get behind this. Just looks horrible. And my lightning's just completely changed. Just ignore that. Yeah, I'll change back again. Okay. And um, I don't, know, I don't know. Like this time, I think because I've been listening to a podcast where like two guys have basically been playing through it. It's like I've been listening to this podcast about these two guys who were just playing every Final Fantasy game and it's basically like a let's play in an podcast form. And listening to them play it made me made me just, you know, think, I need to play it because it's like one of the biggest games ever. And it's even now like it's still considered one of like the biggest 
classics of all gaming. It's like I need to play it because I love Final Fantasy, but I haven't played the biggest, the most famous one. And like yeah. I've really gotten into it this time. I'm not even that far, really. I'm still in Midgar and right at the end actually. I think I'm about tw- you... I've got about twenty minutes left of the Midgar section. Are you in Shima? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, got okay. red. Um, so I must be oh, I yeah, think yeah, I'm really yeah. close. You're like really high up the tower then at that point. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So I literally I think there's probably like twenty minutes left of, of yeah. the Midgar section. So I've nearly beat the remake. Because <laughs> the remake ends at that point, doesn't it? What does I don't even know. I, uh, actually, it's I was, only in Midgar, so I think yeah, it, I assume the headquarters is the I know there's like there's a bit after Shimura headquarters, like it's very tiny, the section after that, but I think they might expand on that in the remake. It would make a lot of sense if they did. Yeah, I imagine they will. But I mean, it makes sense for Shinra headquarters to be the big final section too, because it's it's mm. kind, it's kind of built up as like a final dungeon. Dungeon, this, yeah. But, well, definitely. sort of is, but yeah, not also. It's it's got like weird mini games in there, and I need to talk about the the puzzle with the libraries in the Shinra headquarters because it's stupid. It's so stupid. I don't even remember this. Do you remember this? Describe it to me. Strap in, lads. This is so stupid. So you get to like you get to a certain floor, and the the key card that you've got won't go any higher. So you need to get another key card that's got better permissions to go further up the tower. Okay, and the floor, the floor, and the floor that you're on is the one uh, where the mayor is, and um, it's like just the mayor's office and a bunch of like libraries that hold you know like. city records so things like um weapons development city planning records um scientific research and stuff like that all split into separate libraries um and you speak to the mayor and he just kicks off because he's not really in control anymore you know he's the the city's run by like shinra the big con- conglomerate company so he's just going i'm just a glorified librarian now and he goes like I'll give you a I'll give you a key card so that you can screw them up, but you need to pass my test first and guess my password. And then he goes, uh, he, he basically says you have to guess my password. And then he gives you a list of loads of four letter words and says one of these is my password. Guess which one. So you know what the objective is, but he doesn't tell you how like how to guess it. Like he establishes that there's a puzzle, but doesn't tell you what the puzzle is. He just tells you what the end game of the puzzle is. Um, it's just so then you're like so you leave his office and he's got like a secretary stood outside the office and you speak to him and a secretary goes oh yeah i'll give you some hints uh for that puzzle they're not really hints though they're the rules of the puzzle like he basically okay. tells you how the puzzle works as hints but here's the kicker there's three hints each one 500 gil i don't remember this at all <laughs> you have to pay him for him to tell you how to do the puzzle and then the puzzle itself is so stupid because it's you have to go into each one of the four libraries and in in each of the libraries there'll be one book that doesn't fit so like in the uh weapons research library there'll be like one city planning document and you need to find that one and you you look at that you look at that a book and then you look at the library catalog and number on the book which okay. say like say say if it's like fourteen, then the let then you take the fourteenth letter of the title of that that book, and then you do that in all four of the libraries. Put them together, it you'll have like four jump puzzle. It's so stupid. <laughs> you got you Sounds got like you a got, question for Google. Yeah, I did Google it. I didn't pay. I didn't give that dickhead money. I googled it. <laughs> I was like fifteen hundred bill. 
No, because it was like 1,500 gil in total. I had like 1,600. I was like, nah, not happening, mate. Sorry. So I Googled it. But it's so stupid. Like, it's the most obtuse puzzle. And even once you know what you're doing, you're like, this is just ridiculous. You've got to check the catalogue and numbers and then get the letter that corresponds to the catalogue and number and put them together. And then you've just got four jumbled up letters. You still need to figure out what the word is from there, which thankfully is fairly easy. Like, But still... I, I, I had like Knig, and I was like, "What?" And but then one of the one of the answers was King, so I was like, "Okay, I guess it's King." It's just, oh, okay, I mean, I am finished ranting now. It's just I had to get that off the chest. Yeah, I I don't remember that at all. <laughs> this is I, I don't know how I did it back in the day. I guess I had a pen and paper, like you did back in the old days. <laughs> or you paid them the fifteen hundred gil. One of the two. The local I don't remember doing that at all, though. Like I don't remember that entire section for some reason. That's just gone from my memory. It's probably repressed. <laughs> I've repressed a lot of things in my time, I'll say that. But, uh, yeah, so, is that all you've been playing this week, or you got anything else? Uh, I've been playing more Yakuza 6, but I'm not going to talk about that, yeah, because I've been playing Yakuza for about 45 about minutes we'll, 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 We can maybe save that to, like, fill time at the end, you know, if <laughs> we don't have enough. But, uh, I mean, we can talk Valorant, but we'll talk about it later, because you've had a lot more experience with that now, and you can probably give a good opinion on it. Oh yeah, but well, we've been playing it a fair bit this week, haven't we? When our internet mm-hmm. allows, that is, because it does yeah. like to screw up your internet a bit. It does. I I have issues with internet occasionally. But yeah, I mean, if that's all you've been playing, I mean, Zol can then tell us about Classic WoW for the next 10 hours. <laughs> so, t- what have you no, been playing this week, Zol? Have you had that new game, Classic WoW? Not quite 20 years old, like Final Fantasy, but when I'm 15. It's uh, it's just all I've been playing. Honestly, I'm so addicted to it. I'm kind of just happy that I'm like playing a MMORPG that I've enjoyed this much since the initial release of Arcage. Yeah. Because I mean, I know, I know, I mean, you played. I mean, you still obviously play Arcage, like you mean. Oh game, yeah, I do. Like back in the day, me and you, like fourteen to eighteen hours a day grind nonstop, no AFK. The other days, but yeah, uh, Not classic world been fantastic. <laughs> I've been really enjoying it. I'm so glad that I finally like. Um, done all the in-game content apart from Blackwing Lair, which I'm now attuned to, so we should be doing this week. I think it's Friday we're raiding Blackwing Lair, which for anyone who doesn't know what World of Warcraft is, is just basically 40 people are going to go into a massive dungeon and work together to just overcome every mob in the place and hope for some good loot. And then just beat the game at that and point. Once you want to beat the game. Yeah, I've, I've, I've pretty much... I've, I've done... All the in-game dungeons I've done, I've tanked and DPSed every single one of them. Uh, raids, I'm not going to tank raids. I mean, I've, I've had to off-tank some things, but that's, that's not actually tanking. You just, like, pull, like, one mob away from the main tank. But, yeah, other than, I mean, I've also done, like, the AV grind, which is the uh, the PvP battlegrounds, which, for anyone who doesn't know, to get Exalted, which is, like, the highest rep, your rep sort of goes up with each game that you play. You um, have to AFK all day. That's... No, no, I've seen that. The more you actually do, the more rep you'll get. So it's more worth. Oh, I mean, to just, just to get in the it. battleground. <laughs> oh, just to get in the battleground. Yeah, yeah just AFK for an hour, go to sleep. Like, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> go, but, go to yeah, work, come back. Like get the rep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially on hold. Like it's insta queues for the alliance because you're all a gang of bitches. Come on, it's that Q and AV. So around. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, honestly, I just haven't played any. I still need to play a lot of Valorant. Um. Which maybe we'll touch on at some point. I just oh, actually no, really addicted to this game. Yeah, but oh, straight off, like I mean, oh, 
The, the game is really good. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped about it still. We're going to talk a I mean, lot about Valorant. <laughs> so we got two news stories on Valorant, which we'll squeeze together along with uh, our, well, uh, Tef's impressions on them, because I've kind of gave my opinion on it, haven't I? Although I've been enjoying it a lot yeah, more recently. I've gotten, I've gotten pretty good at the game, I'm not going to lie. Going for a 40 kill game next. 37 is my top kill game. Oh, easy peasy. <laughs> I mean, you've got the same the same top man, thirty seven. Also, yeah, I had a game right before that where I got thirty five, and the one after I got thirty seven. I was like, I'm going for forty next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't get forty with me in the game. Trust me. Oh we no, have twenty each. <laughs> yeah, it it feel it feels like um it feels like you're smurfing in CS when you play Valorant. That's how I feel. It's it's ridiculous. Like going from CS to Valorant, especially because I was global elite, is like. I, like, don't have any mouse room, and I'm still ruining people's lives. It's insane. And I haven't played CS in, I think it's about four months now, which is the longest break I've taken from CS. Yeah. It's nuts. Just like riding a bike, though, isn't it? Just... You know, the second you get that mouse in your hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Same DPI, same sense, same in-game settings, absolutely everything. It's just muscle memory comes right back. The only thing is... Oh, no, actually, no, to be fair, I've had to change the sensitivity by double. So... Oh, yeah, we well, are mouse room. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's more than half. They used to have like what two feet of mouse room squared, like it was it was huge. But now <laughs> I have like my open hand. That's about it. Oof. Yeah, it's yeah. a big saw. It's um, I mean, I don't know. It's a very accessible game. Should we actually get onto the news then? If that's all we've been playing this week, because I could talk about Arcage, but that's all I've really been doing. <laughs> I've been in the public test server for that. I did a video on it, which Actually, I put out like a few Actually, if you want to talk about Arcage, go for it, because I'm interested about what's going on with this new expansion. Oh, are you interested about the next expansion? Well, you should check out my latest video on, my, on the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Best segue now, go on, you continue. But no, I mean, I've played a little bit of it. The expansion is, it's interesting. It it does, my one issue with it is it seems to right now, but the PTS is based on the legacy version of the game, so it might be different in Unchained, but... It seems oh. to gate. It seems to gate the next tier of gear that they're bringing out, called this exalted haram gear, which I'm not too happy about, and I've kind of complained about in the latest video, which I then tweeted at the Arcage team, and I will continue to rant and complain about it until it's changed, until I get the goddamn game that I want, because that's my job now. <laughs> I complain about Arcage <laughs> all day on YouTube. So I done that, but didn't make content out of it. I I'm listen. I got a whole video on it. It's all good. Listen, you can you, sh I, I you should get into Arcage. You should just get in, get into Arcage content. <laughs> you did. You used to just <laughs> tweet like dead game. At the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm straight up. Like, I don't care. They killed their game. That game, like I had so much passion for it originally, and it was under Tryon, like the worst goddamn company ever. Absolute dog shit. And then I remember. Um, what was that a tweet about them? It was something along like they were completely made the tweet. It was something. Yeah, they, they, were, they were talking <laughs> about like more in-game purchases and stuff, and and it was like it was just direct. It's like I don't know whether you've actually played Arcade at all, Tef, but the the way the um the actual in-game shop works is you can just buy things that people really need. That at the time, this is on Legacy. This is not now. Mm. I don't know what it's like now to be fair on Legacy, but you buy both these called regrade charms, and you could just directly buy them with money, pretty much, and then you'd sell them so people can upgrade their gear. But because everyone done it, it was just funneling gold into the game, just funneling gold, and then the the, um, mm. the economy just went to shit. And if someone, I think the tweet that really pissed them off, I think it was uh, said they were dual wheeling credit cards and using an yeah. ATM as a shield. 
and, and they didn't like that. They were like, we've got devs' groceries to purchase and people. Yeah, they did say something. I was like, but you have killed a fantastic game, and you sort of you would make more money without that kind of thing because it'd have more respect. How Especially if you focus a little bit more on naval, oh, the naval combat in that game. Yeah, to this day, I mean, it's fantastic. Unchained has changed that though. At least the whole system's changed since then. Unchanged. Hey. But yeah, it's a completely different game to what it used to be when Zolt was tweeting at them. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's not the same anymore. I don't know. The Garden, I still have it. I have it's issues the with them, t- like, often. gating gear. Like, they need to change that. I've suggested that they... You're able to... Are they gating like, gear? Yeah, so in the latest expansion, Behind... oh, the next God. tier is called Exalted Haram, and you can only get the scrolls for, for it in the Garden. Oh, so, God, that's so bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, Imagine that's what I'm complaining saying about. It's a buy to play game. Yeah. <laughs> buy to play, by the way. Like, it'd be okay if, um, you know, the game revolved around expansions, kind of like other MMOs do, where, you know, the main content, the like main content of the game or end game is always like the expansion. And wow, you're always in the new expansion area. That's where everything takes place. The PvP is all around the expansion. In Arcage, though, you go in... This is like a side area. You go in, you do all your dailies and, you know, the new raid and stuff in there. And then you come back out into the main world where everyone else who doesn't have the expansion is. And you could just destroy them. That's the issue that I have with it. Like... That that sounds like that should be a content update and not not an expansion, doesn't it? So, it's just a new area, like... <laughs> so it's, it's quite a big new area and there's a lot to it. And originally it was supposed to be just a content update, but a really big one. But because of because the player base is so small for Unchained, and they're not recouping the money that you know that, that they want to, yeah, they've had to. Mm. So for the Unchained version of it, they've had to say, okay, this area is a expansion or a paid DLC, and for the Legacy version, you can just go on in for free. So Legacy players are fine with it, but mm. obviously Unchained players feel like they're being screwed over. I see, I do see it as like. If they didn't get gear, it would be more like Guild Wars 2 and the way they do their paid DLCs. Yeah. Well, that that's it, because it's the exact same model, isn't it? The difference being that Guild Wars 2 doesn't it doesn't add new guild to uh, guild new gear tiers with every expansion. Like they've just they've capped out their their um, gear now, so it just gets you just get like different skins now. Because yeah, just. No one wants that, do they? Really? No one wants to have to buy it just to just to be, yeah. be competitive, basically. And that that always feels you always feel like you've been cheated a little bit, don't you? When you have yeah. to pay something just to stay pay like extra when you've already paid just to stay relevant. Arcade has always been a very competitive game as well. It's a a very open PV. It's like an open world PvP game. That's what it's all about. It's all about world bosses and killing people and taking the packs and stuff like that. That's what yeah. was like. That's- a big driving for a lot of people. In, yeah. Yeah. Though it also appeals I mean, to casual players I'll... very well as well, I'd say. Oh yeah, because of yeah, because of all like the garden stuff and I mean we yeah. had plenty of casual players in our guild and we had like the most phenomenal um player zone ever. Like it was we insane. We owned so much land between me, Zan and just one of the girls that was in our guild and she was we... insanely into cosmetics and she like she done yeah. like a lot of work for our and like a, her a and her friend. They, oh they, yeah, oh, so yeah they, they shared it together. Two of them. You know, the one you always confuse for Eleanor. <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> you know, all Who's the time. The name not I'm just that one. <laughs> How did you, Elica? Okay, you know what's fine. That's it. There we go. Yeah, it was close enough. 
I mean, Eleanor didn't well, yeah, think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor was pissed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think, I actually do think, I mean, I, I mean, from what I remember of Unchained, I don't know what the, what the player base is now, like now in, <laughs> in the charts, but um, I actually think they probably have sold more of this expansion if it wasn't, if it wasn't gear. I feel like people are purposely not going to pay for it, just despite the fact that there's gear locked behind it. I think, I think there'll be a, a few, I think that'll be the minority, actually. I think a lot of I think people. I that's thinking. Mm. Oh really? I think a lot of the like the majority of player base are gonna. They're like they are like hardcore. You know, I want to be competitive. You you have a lot of people like you get the people who buy multiple accounts just to stay just to be like oh, the best yeah. of the game. So you're gonna get a lot of those people, and it's it's unfortunate. But I'm hoping my endless complaining and you know hopefully some other, other people hopefully. complaining will get through to them or it'll be different on launch because again it's the public test server so everything is subject to yeah, change much subject, like this podcast yeah, that's it. <laughs> i mean i i just I, I do miss the the old days of uh of it i just i, th- I think if it was I just think it was messed up from the get-go with Unchained because the amount of bugs, it just screwed everything. But out of curiosity, not that I'm going to come back to the game, possibly, um, the new tier of gear that you are talking about, it, does that completely replace the old gear or not? So it's just like an upgrade. So it's you like know, a like fresh you, start you, for gear. It's like scroll. It's just like scrolls with the Haram gear, so you'd upgrade to it. So it's legit oh, so you go from tier. your gear to that yeah, gear. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm with you. And they've changed it a little bit, so this new tier of gear has this new enchant system where you can enchant the gear to have, I think it's like a different property or an extra property. So do you know the way um, weapons have like crushing damage, slashing damage and that stuff and piercing? Yeah, yeah. I think you can change the property of your weapon or or switch it around. That's... And I think you might be able to I do the same with armor. Makes... Yeah, I suppose that just makes it so... Uh... You can choose what you look like a little bit more. Honestly, I'm kind of fine with that because that just mm. that kind of reminds me of like enchants, for example, for WoW. Yeah. Because there's uh, you know, there's different enchants that do different things and they're better for certain classes. Whereas like some people might want to. I mean, I suppose it just helps like the cosmetic look because some people want to rock. I don't it know, also... maybe two flipping axes, but yeah, yeah. It also ties into the new mobs. Property. So the new mobs in uh, the garden also have two buffs called attack boost and defense boost and the attack boost is like just depending on the buff they'll do more damage to people wearing plates and like some additional to someone in cloth and that'll be switch around for like the three different ones so there's always one that's not going to affect a certain armor type and then for the defense boost it's like they don't take as much damage from a certain type of weapon so i think it's tied into <laughs> so that. essentially you need not you don't need to dual wield you need a spare set of dual wielding to get through the mobs well, if you solo, I think it's very much intended for um, it's very much intended for people to be in parties. When have me and you ever soloed anything in that game? We do. I'm sorry, grouped up for anything. We, d- we, we got we by just, Dawn. We just, yeah. You can do yeah, it in there, honestly. Because I so I tried it in a full set of mythic like Aranog, yeah? and um, I couldn't kill one of the mobs, but I wasn't gemmed out. That was the one thing. So I probably could have killed one of the weaker mobs on my own in full mythic, but it's it's tough. It is tough in there. But yeah, should we move on from Arcade? Because otherwise we're going to go on for this forever. Because <laughs> I could talk about Arcade all day. You were like, I won't, I won't discuss Arcade. 
Zolt Zolt set me off. Okay, he was like, "Listen, I'm actually quite interested in arcade." And like, well, yeah. To be fair, it is because I can also talk about it, but mine's more from a nostalgic point of view, not from future content point of view, because I just couldn't care less anymore. Sadly, yeah. All about that nostalgic uh, MMO vibes. That's the cool kids say. Yeah. yeah, we are. We do. We do like our MMOs here. The most parts. <laughs> But yeah, uh, shall we get into the news then? Because we got a lot of news this week. We might not even get to topics this week, honestly, because there is so much news to go over. And I think we're going to be talking about this for quite a while because I-, I know me and Teff are going to have a lot of opinions on the stuff. I'm sure Zolt. Oh, you know me. Very opinionated. We're very opinionated here on the podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we'll start with Valorant, I guess. You know, this is the Valorant cast after all. Yes. <laughs> So, in the beta, 10,000 people were banned. I mean, Good. for cheating, for hacking. And um, obviously, a lot of these weren't mm. even caught by the anti cheats. They were like caught afterwards. Awkward. Yeah. I'm sick. You know, so, the anti cheats. Still in Chinese spyware for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh my god, that's just pay when it runs. Uh, yeah. It's Didn't really a lot of irritating. people also get banned for buying accounts as well? Like, they would really, like, be clamped down on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they made because... a post. They made a yeah. post about it. Like, they were like, just don't buy an account because we will find you and we will ban you. <laughs> like, all the posts on Instagram was so meme Because, like, it was like, it was a post about those memes. About, it, about the memes, about people getting banned. And then, like, it was like, in brackets, get wrecked, nerds, or sort of like that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, that, it's weird that I... It doesn't surprise me that people are buying accounts, but it was also weird because... I mean, you could get a key. You just had to, like, sit around and wait. But I think people just did... Some people just obviously didn't want to wait to get a key. They wanted to just dive right <laughs> mean, in. you got a key without watching streams? Yeah, I wasn't even watching the stream and I just got an email being like, you got a key? And I was like, oh, okay. I was working and my phone just went... Bzz. I was like, what? Oh, sick. I've got the um, I've got the beta tester nameplate, you know, and yeah, I, don't I, know I, I, I went back through all my emails and everything, and I can't find a key, so I don't know. But I've got the nameplate <laughs> for it, so maybe I did get one. It just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it could also be people that were cheating that were using, you know, were buying other accounts as well, so they could cheat. Because people do yeah. do that. They used to do that in CS. Back when oh, I, yeah, I mean, you don't need to anymore because CS yeah. decided to go free-to-play, so you just don't need to do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, hey, th- to, like, it, this is gonna, it is gonna be a Dota and League situation with CS and Valorant, and I've been saying this for a while. You, it will, I, but it shouldn't be, because it's, well, no, yeah, it's the same I know you're gonna say Valorant's a lot Dota. easier to play. I know that, I know that's your, like... Mm, mm, um, yeah, and no. It's a lot I, more accessible. I think we can probably get into the map. Yeah, I think we can get into the maps a bit more because that is what differs the games. The map, the actual map design, is what differs the games completely mm. from me personally. Yeah. Um, but I still think, as you said, it's like a League and Dota thing. League and Dota are completely different games. The way people think there's like actual like rivalry between them just baffles me because they're so goddamn different. They just fall under the I same genre. I mean, it's genre. the same genre. It's literally I'm... yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's, but that's what all it really comes down to. They're also big sports. They're in the same genre. I think. I think that's yeah, it. The yeah, yeah, the very big sports. And they're uh, the yeah. same genre. And that's going to be the same with Valorant and CS, because I, I know Riot are going to push yeah. this as an eSports. Uh, good. I, I hope so. It's a, honestly, yeah. it looks insane. I'm I'm really, really, really looking forward to the um to the eSports from it. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. I, mean, I still watch CS. 
I think it'll look clean because CS is probably one of the cleanest esports to watch, isn't it? Everyone knows what's going on it in is. CS when you watch yeah. it. Yeah, that, that's what. That's why I've always said that CSGO is such an important game for esports because if nobody from the outside understands what esports is, I mean, it's a bit biased for me saying it because I, you know, yeah. like, like 2,600 hours into the game or whatever, but if someone's like, what esports and they need some form of demonstration, I'll show them CSGO because what is it? It's five people fighting each other. There's a bomb, you plant it or defuse it. That's like, in a nutshell, what it is. So if you know, if someone mm. runs onto a site, kills three people, that was a good play. Yeah. You, you know what's happened. It's similar with Valorant, apart from there's obviously, you know, I think, abilities and stuff. I think Valorant actually looks cleaner, though, and I think Valorant yeah. has more potential to become, like, a mainstream, like, yeah. actually go off to, like, I'd people... like to touch on that as well. Because I think in Switch, yes, it's like, you know... How accepted would it be to, for people outside of gaming to, you know, watch a tournament, a guy capping five people in the head with a Desert Eagle? Yeah. <laughs> or like, um, like oh. you know, and they're also called counter-terrorists and terrorists, which is probably... You, you can't mistake them. Yeah. But um, I think just having, I like, think, terrorism but... involved is like, people are going to jump on that, aren't they? Yeah. I think one thing that's going to make... Uh... Valorant really pop off is because I've said it for a long time, but Riot's events are second to none. Like, they yeah. are the best events. The money they put into their League of Legends at tournaments is phenomenal. It, they're insane to watch. Like, you even get, like, a sense of what's going on, like, the sense of that, like, the energy in the crowd by just, like, sitting at home and watching it. Like, yeah. I, if they do something like that with Valorant, it's gonna push Valorant even further because professional players. Oh, did we lose Zots? Oh, it's fine. We're good. Oh, did you hear me? Okay, just yeah, I was just like, because professional players will want to play in that kind of environment. Yeah. I think um, it's... We could talk... I feel like we weren't really going to... We could get into esports more in like a topic, but I guess we could talk about it now, honestly, because I, I enjoy talking about esports. It's interesting to see where it's actually going to go. Because um, it's weird how FPSs seem to be... Or like shooters in general seem to be at the forefront. Because back in the day, it was like StarCraft 2. That was... Like, I thought StarCraft 2 was easy to watch, but that I guess I had understanding of the game that people didn't. Mm-mm. In my opinion, it was I, like I, I, blue and red team, blue and red army, one army kills the other army's base. That's how I saw it, and I thought it was easy to spectate. But then you get like... Then you get like 300 actions per minute, and it's like, no, 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 no. I'm confused now. Mm. Yeah. I think I anything think... top-down as well, there's a lot more happening on the screen at any given point. Compared to anything that's that's first person, plus it's much easier to see a good play or just good skill when it's someone you know doing some sort of three sixty no scope and popping someone instead of whatever happens on the screen in in a League of Legends or uh, StarCraft where it's all top down and there's yeah. going to be a lot happening in different parts of the screen all at once. So I think I think top down is easy to understand because it's just like one team versus the other team. But then again, you do get the people that are outside of gaming or like outside of those games specifically, and maybe they just play something like an FPS mm. and they don't know what's going on. There's you know, especially in like a team fight in like League of Legends or something. There's a lot of abilities going off. There's just a lot of colors, which I mean they toned down. It used to be a lot more colorful back in the day, didn't it? Yeah. That's what uh, I was actually going to say. I was going to say, from an outside point of view, when it comes like from you know people from outside of gaming and understand them to watch games that are top down. I remember before I played League of Legends because obviously we were in uh, six months together, yeah. um, and I never played League of Legends at that point, like first year. And I remember you guys trying to get me into it, and I was watching it, and I was like, "What the actual fuck's going on?" I still, I still remember that now. Like, it's a top down game to an extent. I, I'm like, I think a lot harder to understand than they are with like an FPS. 
Yeah, mm. I think I've just never been in that situation myself, but I can definitely understand. Like, I think Overwatch even, like Overwatch, Blizzard pushed that as an eSport, but I don't think it would work very well as an eSport. I don't think it did. I mean, it still is. Like, they still push yeah, it, but it's it not. It is very colorful. There's a lot going on in it as well. It's very. It's the kind of the same situation with, you know, something like League. There's a lot of colors. There's a lot of different abilities and stuff going on, and it's not as clean as something like Valorant or CS in that regard. So you can't really tell exactly what's going on. And for stuff like that, you need really good commentary to help move that yeah. along. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's another thing that obviously pushes esports a lot. Honestly, I think that I think the underrated commentators, to be honest. Oh really yeah, know. like they. I'd I'd love to commentate over like any sports at some point. It'd be a lot of fun to do. I don't know what I'd be able to. I mean, maybe Val. I'd maybe be able to talk over a Valorant game because it's kind of new and easy. But uh, I'd love to do that at some point. It'd just be really fun and interesting. I think. I don't know how good it'd do, but hey. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, shall we keep going down? We could talk more. I, we could do a whole section on esports. I think honestly, but should we just move on along with the news? Or just Valorant. Oh, just Valorant, yeah. <laughs> Valorant for another couple of hours, easy peasy, I mean, please. talking more about Valorant, uh, Riot are actually looking at porting it over to console, which shouldn't surprise anyone, I don't think. It's, um, I don't know how yeah, well it would play. Idea. I don't know how well it would play uh, on console. It's obviously not going to be as competitive. PC's going to be where yeah, the be a different game. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it makes sense, um, I, I, but it will be a different game. It'll be treated differently, um, It'll be, I think, way more laid back, way more casual, but that's fine. Yeah. I think console players will treat it more like um, Team Fortress or Overwatch, which is on the, on the surface that's that's what it is, and I think that's how console players will see it. You know, we um, it gets it gets the reputation on PC is oh, it's a Counter Strike clone, but if you put it on a console, console gamers are going to go oh, it's an Overwatch clone, and I think it makes sense. It'll work, and I knew I mean, this was happening. The second Counter Strike was on console. <laughs> We keep, yeah. I, I thought it was. I said it and last it week. Done, 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 done. Let's not talk about it, though, please. It didn't do well, did it? I, think, I don't think they updated it after it initially launched, did they? <laughs> nope. Okay, yeah. I mean, so I've tried it on controller. <laughs> yeah, it's never going to feel the same on a controller, but I think the thing with Valorant is it's a lot more accessible. It has those hero abilities, and I think. Yeah, it's made in a way where it's it will feel a lot smoother on console because I think I even think running a gunning in Valorant is a little better than in CS:GO. Like it, you can still hit some shots with that. Yeah, I've looked at some patch notes in the past, and they did up. They actually improved the uh, the first bullet when running on oh, like they? some guns because some some were a lot. Yeah, me and Ziff sat down and looked through them, and they didn't really make sense. So maybe we misread them. But I think it was the the Vandal got. Let's say the Vandal got a. Like a nerf because the first bullet while running was like just really stupidly precise. accurate. And I, think the fan, I think the phantoms got improved, which I disagree with. No, no first, no bullet while running should be accurate, but that's because I play CS. Yeah, like stuff to step is still important in and counter strafe and still important in yeah. Valorant, but it's I don't think it's as oh, important. Oh yeah, counter strafe. I think. Um, yeah, I think. I don't know, it's, it'll be interesting to see how it does on console. I think it'll do a lot better than CS did. I can say that much. Oh, without yeah. question. I, yeah. think, I actually think it's a very smart move from Riot, honestly. Yeah. I mean, have they put anything on console? They haven't, have they? This will be the first thing. Um, I, don't think so. I know they've... They did League on mobile, didn't they? League? No. Hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure they did. I'm pretty sure um, they released a mobile version of League. 
I could be wrong. There's, it might be a thing they're working on. There's a game that's like League. I know there's a game that's like League. I've actually got it. Um, I'll tell you what it's called now. Last night. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sure they're working on one. I'm pulling that's... a Chrome now just so I can have a little bit of research. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm on the Wikipedia now. They, they don't have anything on console, I can tell you that. They, um... They've got Rune Terror. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, League of Legends Rune Wild Rift. Yeah, yeah. Wild Rift, it's, it's called. It's upcoming. They're still working oh, yeah. on it, actually. So, they, oh, this right. has been something they've been working on for a while. So, they do plan to bring that over. Did they bring Team Fight Tactics to mobile? Uh, TFT's on mobile now, yes, it is. Okay, yeah. That, so, I think they're going to move a lot of stuff over to mobile. They are also. Um, they're majority owned by Tencent, right? Am I correct in that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes sense because so, China, the mobile market's massive in China, and so, obviously yeah, everyone wants a piece of that. What were you saying? Have you not got phones? <laughs> uh, I don't like playing games on phones. It's I don't. I can't stand it. Um, not for me. Am I right in thinking that this this Wild Rift then? It's literally just League of Legends, but it's like slightly tuned in order to work on consoles. Yeah. I guess is the idea. Yeah, I mean, why is that idea. taking them so long to make then? <laughs> But, um, yeah, it just seems to be more or less the same. I guess it's just like balancing yeah, it around be mobile. Down. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it, 3D isometric it, perspective. It says. From what I understand, exactly. is, okay. I'm looking at it right now, and it looks exactly like League, except you know with a mobile interface. Obviously, they've probably changed yeah. the game around a little bit. For uh, they might have balanced it more around mobile, in general. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Casual, it's just casual version, isn't it? It's just tuned for like more casual people, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the mobile market's massive, and the more people you can reach with a game, the better. Like they're gonna make a lot of money off Wild Rift, guarantee that. That's why I think it's a good idea to go to um to go to console with yeah. uh with Valorant because it's let's be honest, it's not gonna be free if it goes to console. I can't see it being well. Mm, actually, no, it probably is online because it is free on PC after all. And you don't plan on putting it behind any uh, payment transaction. I do hmm. think that they need to uh, put a lot more skins into the game because that's another way to grow player base. Again, it is it probably is coming across as biased because of CS, but the like the vast majority of CSGO players have done trading, some form of gambling or just trading with friends or ways to earn skins in game. Like if you're like the ones in the uh, in the the beta of the game, it was like fifty pounds for like four skins. Like that's insanely dear. Like, if they put some form of skins into the game, I think that'll also bring a lot of people over. Like, the, oh, yeah. the, uh, the player base will just, the player base will blow up. I'm, I think they're silly not to do it, honestly. I really do. I'm surprised Valorant doesn't have any, like, hero skins. Like, I put, like, I get that it's yeah, an yeah, FPS, yeah, yeah, but, the skins. but, I mean, people definitely still care about that, even if they can't see their own character all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, they definitely. I mean, personally, I would as well. Like, that's another thing that I'd, I'd like to speak about as well with with that kind of thing. Because I hated skins in CS:GO. I think it's retarded, but the reason for that is because every single map in CS:GO was designed to these two colors of terrorists and counter terrorists. They added skins in, and then you could just blend into trees like you couldn't do that before. So it gave yeah. people like, like an edge in in, comp in uh, competitive gameplay. Uh, but with it, um, Valorant, they have like a big red market around them, and with it being mm. a very colorful environment anyway, I don't think skins would have an, a, like a negative impact in any way, shape, or form. So I think that'd be a really good thing for them to implement as well. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I like the sound of it, just because um, 
if the skin's different enough, it might cause issues where um, like with visibility, where you just don't know what agent you're looking at, unless you know all the skins. Because let's be real, if they start skinning the agents, then eventually there'll be about forty for each agent, okay. and it's gonna like I don't know. Just seems yeah, like for a competitive game, yeah, seems like a weird move. Yeah, I to think um... to agree. However, because there's not that many agents, if they started early, people would get used to it really fast. I mean, as long as he and... didn't change, like, like raise, like, if a, if a rocket launcher turns into a, like, a fucking hand cannon, then that's stupid, <laughs> because you need, you need to be able to differentiate them, I understand what you're saying, like, if, if Jeth all of a sudden is not using kunais, and she's using actual guns, then it's like, what, that's, that, that yeah. will be very confusing, I completely understand what it's you're like saying. like when I played League again. But if, if they look the same, they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when I jumped well, into I guess... League again, and then I was like, I, I was like, Oh, who's this? Who's this champion? Is like it's it's looks, and I'm like, what do what do you mean? Looks like someone else. <laughs> Stuff like that, <laughs> looks, where I just didn't. Looks, I didn't, it looks like someone else. <laughs> I just didn't realize half the champions. Were, I was like, and I thought I was like fighting someone else, and I was like, oh no, this person's. I'm just like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, oh, this is this champion. Stuff like that gets really confusing later on, but I don't like the difference between League and Valorant. Is obviously Valorant is never gonna have that big of a pool of heroes. Because that's kind of what Mobile's even died by. Like 160 now or something. Yeah, League's got so, like 160, so... Have, have they established what their plan is for agents? Because I don't know whether to expect, you know, loads more to be coming down the line or not. Oh, they're going to bring more, 100%. They'll bring they've, more. they've brought one out now. Yeah, that's they, what they, that's they will, without question, that's... bring them. Yeah, yeah. They won't have too many, though, I don't think. I think they'll actually have probably around the same amount as Overwatch did. Yeah, I'd like, say look at Overwatch. In, in like a maybe. year to come. So I mean the new the new hero is actually really cool. I think you'd really like Azoth. She's like, she's, I, I went she's made into a for killing. Room with her. Yeah, yeah, I went into a practice room with her. I played the practice room last night for like ten minutes just out of sheer curiosity and what what she does. And she actually kind of fun. She's dumb. <laughs> she's just that strong. Like she can go invisible as well. Yeah, I mean I don't have the invisibility is really strong, but like I um. I'm just a massive Jet nerd. I just love her so much. I really like Jet as well, so we're going to have to fight over that. I'm not going to lie. That's where I was getting my, my 35 kill games and 37 kill games on. Yeah, all of mine have been hurt. <laughs> Every one of them. It was just like, uh, so when me and Tef played, I'd, Tef was playing, um, what's his name? Uh, Brimstone? Brimstone. I was Brimstone's just too lazy strong. to learn anyone else. So, no, he's yeah. strong. He's really good in competitive play. Like, yeah. really fucking good. I was just, I mean, he that's it. His... I just, I, I cl- I clocked that he was good at support. I was like, I'm going to stick with him because I was too lazy to yeah. learn anyone else. <laughs> so our plan was we were going, like, I was just rushing up mid as Jet and he'd drop a smoke on the mid and then I'd jump over the wall and just kill them all every time. I'd drop a smoke and the um, the, the double fire buff as well. And then you're just running guns blazing and take them all out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've played them a couple of times and obviously I played Jet, so we've done that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all need to play it at some point. So that'd do. be a fun Mm-hmm. Game life. I could never get you around because you're always playing classic. <laughs> we're playing classic. I'm, just I'm, I'm <laughs> playing it now. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot to mention that for, for the folks yeah. at home. He's been grinding the whole time on on WoW while we've been doing this. <laughs> I'm just gold farming in Scarlet Monastery as a warrior at the moment. So I'm just running through them all. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just man. On a, we're coming up to the hour mark, by the way, guys, and we've only just sort of scraped the uh, the news <laughs> with Valorant. Part one, part two of the stream, boys. Let's go. Esports. I mean, shall we... Uh, I was going to say, shall we take the break now, or shall we uh, quickly talk about 
Uh, I'm trying to think what we could talk. I mean, we could talk about Metro. Exodus. Metro is the next point. I know point. nothing, so yes, do that. So, Denova's I mean, cut out I'm a bit, which... Do you want to... I mean, I could explain what it is for uh, the kids at home and, and Zot. <laughs> yeah, um, we can go over this one briefly anyway, because... We've spoken um, about this before, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we have spoken about this before, and the game that it's about is is uh, Ziff's game, and he's not here, so... Yeah, which is unfortunate, because <laughs> Ziff, for, uh, you know, bowed out again this week, unfortunately. He'll be here next week, hopefully, we'll see. Maybe we'll have all four of us next week, wouldn't that be a shock? Oh, oh boy. Oh, but yeah, um, one push so, two weeks in a row with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Denova, for anyone that doesn't know, is it's basically a form of uh, anti piracy. It forces the uh, it forces like an online connection and stuff along that lines. But what it the big issue people have with Denova, other than that, is it has an impact on the performance of the game. It all like spikes. Yeah, and a lot of people have been very up in arms over whenever it's been put in a game. Which, honestly, I don't think it stops... It doesn't stop people pirating the game anyway. If people want to pirate it, they find a way. People get around... The stupidest thing, though... Hang on. The worst part, though, is it, if you pirate the Nouveau game, it usually runs better, because you won't get those, yeah. um, you won't get those yeah. FPS drops when it phones home. So it's, We don't condone it, pirating, guys. We don't condone it. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't, but... but that's game just encouraging more piracy <laughs> it's just stupid. Yeah, it's getting to the pe- point where people are like buying the game, not opening the official version, and then just pirating a cracked version because it runs better. It's just stupid. <laughs> it's not only is it punishing the people who have bought it properly, but it's actually like just encouraging pirates to, to pirate things more. It's... Yeah, I was looking at FPS tests for um, several games with the Nova on and off, and it's ob- like they deny it. Publishers and Denovo, they deny that it has any effect on performance at all, but it's very clear. If you turn it off, if you remove Denovo completely, the game runs so much smoother, and it's not. It doesn't help anti-piracy in any way. Frankly, I don't think. I think if anything, it encourages it. Look, because like you said, game performs better, and then people also get up in arms about it, and you know maybe want to boycott the game, which I don't think boycott never really works, but. No, people. It's actually like a good PR move. I, yeah, I discussed this lot. I think in the first episode about how it's actually a really good PR. You were talking move about Nova like, your game. tinfoil hat on. <laughs> I remember hmm? talking about that. Have you, got your you keep saying this is tinfoil hat. You keep saying this is tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. It's not. It's just business sense. Put oh, it in so I that no bring, one can pilot your game for the first two for weeks. Podcast. <laughs> It just makes it's perfect business sense. It's logical. It Put it in so sense. people can't pay because the Nuvo, because the Nuvo, the, the, the Nuvo does it does work for like a couple of weeks usually before they manage to crack it, and that's all you need because most of your sales are in the first few weeks, and then you can remove it because you don't need it anymore, and you get you get free publicity for it. It's great, and your game runs better. It's just it's a win-win situation, except it's not a win-win because the consumer gets fucked over. Yeah. Which is why we will continue to complain about it on this podcast every week. <laughs> every <laughs> week, I'll have we'll the wire, and then we'll move over to talking about the the Novo, and then I don't know what else can we complain about every week. Arcage, I'll keep complaining about that. You'll never stop me. Away the games. I've got to. I've got to find a way to segue this into away the game because I've not spoken about. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I do. I, I do have a way of bringing up away the games later. So, but yeah, look I'm, out for that. Boycotting does. It, I feel like it never works. I feel like. 
you know, you're always going to have... Like, it's the minority that boycotts half the time. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. EA, sorry, EA, Star Wars Battlefront, I should say. <laughs> we remember that came out. That was, like, a mess of a game. Everyone was complaining about it. There were boycotts over it. Still sold, like, 12 million, something like that. Mm. And uh, it never works, honestly. I think definitely if you want to try and stop stuff like this, vote with your wallet. But also, I feel like the best thing you can do is give them as much bad PR as possible. Get on Twitter. <laughs> start ranting about it. <laughs> Make a YouTube channel dedicated to patch notes and rant about them. Yeah. Yeah, do that, guys. That's I don't know who would ever really do that. That's, that is a really good idea. I should I should do that at some point. <laughs> and then call it your Twitch highlights channel, even though all you do is rant about a game that you don't even cover on your Twitch channel. And then once you hit 100 subscribers, and change it to your actual name. It's your main channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so... Like a Reddit shit post of a channel, and then it's just like, boom, main channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're about at the hour mark now anyway. If we want to go take a quick 10-minute break to, uh, you know, get a cup of tea, whatever you want to do, go to the bathroom in case, you know. Quick 10 minutes I mean, I imagine, I imagine most of you just won't need to go to the bathroom considering how this podcast started. But... <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back on in 10 minutes or so. So don't go anywhere and we'll be right back. I'm not moving. And we're back. All right, so... Now that we're back from the break, we've got a cup of tea. Azalt is, uh, he's ready to go down there. Azalt, you come on, you come on, you froze. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I think what we want to talk about now is Konami setting up a Fed party publisher in the West, which their own division, which um, it's an interesting one to talk about because there's been rumors of another Silent Hill. And Get you... someone got to make Silent Hill 5. Please. Yeah. But then there's also, you know, it is Konami. So if I feel like they've actually already brought out the game. They published one already. I don't know what the dev, dev was for it. It was called like Skeleton Sutton. But it was like a, an indie, plaf, like 2D action platform. It, it did Skeletak. Skeletak. It looked very, um, I don't know. It, it didn't look great. I'll be honest. It looked like a very cheap looking game. Like, the initial artwork, I was like, oh, this looks good. And then I actually looked at the gameplay, and it looks... I don't know. I mean, the publishing indie devs, which is... That's doing some good, but then it's also Konami, so I'm obviously very cautious of it. I mean, Whether... if, they, if they get some indie devs to to work on their games, especially the like the 2D ones, there, there might be... You know, something good might come of that. Like, because Sega's been doing that. You know, Sega's gotten... A lot of um, smaller companies to work on their IPs, and we got Sonic Mania out of that, and actually Streets yeah. of Rage Four recently, which was fantastic, better than the original Streets of Rage games, and that was by a small company. And it, 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 I think it's it's a win-win because it's cheap for them, and it's nice for us because we all get to play, you know, IPs that we otherwise just probably wouldn't see again. Because yeah. we might get a Castlevania out of this. You know, you could hire one of oh the Castlevania. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for a moment, it's fine. Oh, yeah. have we actually lost? No, we just. You just talked about uh, Castlevania uh, stuff. Yeah, you're back. You're back. Don't worry. Yeah, I was just saying, get get one of the millions of Metroidvania um, studios. You know, all those in indie Metroidvania studios. Get one of them to make a Castlevania game. Mm. And my, my issue with it is is it's Konami, so I think Konami are going to cheap out 
on a lot of what they do. And I also think, like, how are they going to treat these developers that they're publishing games for? Like, if they actually, you know, kind of lord over them with an iron fist. Because, I mean, we, mm. we know how their relationships have went with past developers. We could talk about Very true. how it, the whole thing went down with Kojima and everything like that. And then they had the whole ordeal with Silent Hill on top of that, which was, I guess, it was kind of mostly revolving around Kojima, but they've they've not been very good to their IPs or their developers. So, I don't know. I'm a little I mean, worried. they made Pro Evolution. That's, that's been around for a while. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's Love the only AAA game they still make. I think well, we, lo- we looked this up it is, recently. It's it in as well. Who cares? Who's playing Pro Evo? I'll never like... forget playing it for the first time because uh, back in the day I did play FIFA and stuff. And mm. I remember from obviously where we're from is called Merseyside. And um, I remember the teams were not called Merseyside Red and Merseyside Blue. Yeah. Blue! I didn't know. <laughs> oh, and like so London bad. Red and London Blue. <laughs> Great. Because oh. he never had the, uh, like, the, what was it, like the, co- well, like, the copyright to do it, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, well, I feel like you. I don't know. It must it must sell quite a bit because Konami wouldn't be publishing it still if it didn't. I think sports games in general it tend will. to be cash cows. They tend to milk them. It's just funny though because it's it's got to be at least like ten years since I've heard anyone seriously say, "Oh yeah, I've been playing Pro Evolution Soccer." Are you playing like, that new Pez game? Ooh. Oh Pez! I feel like oh, a lot crutch. of that was. Because it was, you know, it was the normies in school that we used to go because the school we've we talked about picking it up. But I don't know. I don't know if the kids still play. Do the kids play the Pez and the Fifas, or are they all off on Fortnite? Uh, they still well, play FIFA, still but Fifas just being dog shit. The last good Fifa was the one that they released Ultimate Team for. That was the last one. Mm. Wasn't that like twenty twelve? Uh, like two thousand fourteen. No. Was, okay. Um, yeah, actually, no. It was. It was around twelve. No, you're right. It was around twelve. And that was, just, but to be fair, Ultimate Team was a lot of fun at the time. But then it's like, you, you what you pay for every year. Isn't the, Don't they make money off Ultimate Team as well? Isn't there like yeah. a microtransaction? Yeah, you can buy packs. Yeah, so... It's, 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 it's like a trading card system where it's like, it's very, it's designed like to... Uh, it's designed Basically. to like, st- like, just take as much money as they can from you. And then there's like, the, you don't you don't just get like one version of a player. I believe there's like, you know, a gold yeah, version like of the player free. that you can get as well. Uh, they have like team of the year, team of the week, team of the season, and legends, and there's just like different stats. It's like, oh, this card's black, so therefore plus ten on every stat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh-huh. I don't, I don't like that business model at all. It's like, obviously, a lot no. of people got very into it. I think it, there was a big scene around it on YouTube at the time, if I recall. A lot oh, of people are super it was people, people love pack openings of any kind, loot box openings, I stuff do like that. I'm, I yeah. like it. It's I, I just, fall into that category. I wasn't about, but um You're a shill. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, a lot of people um, I don't it know. I, from. I don't get it. It's um I know it's normie stuff. I don't spend money on. I don't spend my. I don't. I won't buy you microtransactions. Okay. I very rarely do. I never bought a single skin. I'm one who does like you couldn't afford to anyway. I know. That's, You're not that's the target audience. That's the thing. <laughs> You're not a target audience. It's the the problem is at the second. I think. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I don't know much about like um your personal life, 
result but maybe maybe you'll relate to this i know ziff probably could um when you're in your 20s and you hit a point when you've finally got disposable income you do go a little bit mad at first because you're just like yeah. oh my god i could actually buy all the things instead of like begging your yeah. parents for it or saving up ages that's it well, like, I've, I've, i mean i've been lucky enough with work like especially like before this quarantine stuff where i've been able to like save money and stuff so i've, I've you know i've got a bit of disposable income so it's like when i can buy stuff i will buy stuff but now that i've also done that and spread a little bit i'm like mm, a little bit more resilient yeah. to it like something's got to be like insane for me to be like right listen that belongs to me and here's like 30 quid like it just got bam done yeah I, I, i'm like i'm quite reluctant on things like i really wanted skins for Valorant really badly but why would i pull 50 quid into four skins that will soon be like looked at as like oh everyone's got those blah 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 like these ones like you know because they're gonna be new ones and stuff but like, then in like five years joke. time you'll be like i had the first skins I had that first, but yeah, yeah no, I, know, I know what you mean by that, and I'm, I'm kind of also fall into that sometimes. But I mean, I don't know. It depends on what what the cosmetic actually is, like what the microtransaction is. If it's a direct game boost and like enhancement, I probably don't play the game in the first place because I hate cash shops so much. Mm. Yeah, patron stuff is an well. They, they ruin games, and, and I also don't. I don't agree with cosmetics in some games, like cash shops. Like yeah, so like for example, like arcades I... and stuff. I don't know why the cosmetics in art, well, I do, obviously, because they want to make money, but if a, if you can buy a skin that looks better than something from hard work in the game, that's bullshit from the devs. Just my I mean, opinion. I, I definitely agree. I feel like it can be cosmetic stuff can be a form of progression it can feel it can be a reward in a sense and I think yeah. relegating that to a cash shop can take away an element from the game and I feel like you could definitely, yeah. if you, you can definitely still do a cash shop, and I think games oh, yeah, yeah, especially definitely need marketplaces. They need this kind of stuff to stay 100%. afloat, mm. especially yeah. when you're a small player base like Arcage. Wow, mm-hmm. you know, not so much because Wow has a sub <laughs> and expansion. Wow doesn't need it. Yeah, <laughs> but they do like to make <laughs> yeah, some extra, we, we have it anyway. extra dollar dollar. They um. It's very yeah, frowned upon in Wow though to have like a an, um a cash shop mount. If you have oh, a cash yeah. shop mount, you're gonna get slated in game. People are gonna tear <laughs> slash bits. you a new one. So there was actually no, I, I think it was it Asmongold started the thing where people would slash spit on people with store mounts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you had a store mount, you were getting crucified. Like crucified. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, good. Bad. And I agree you because why be do cash though. shop mounts look better than a zero point one percent chance drop? Uh, sorry, drop chance. From a mob that you farmed for like a year, why can you buy something that looks better than that? Bullshit. Yeah. Don't agree with it. For me, that doesn't that... look as cool. I mean, I suppose it's going to be part of like your opinion on what looks better. Put like some of the, the they've got like more pixels in them for crying out loud. Like they look so much better. I think the, the bigger thing for me is with WoW. Like in in any other game, um, it's I don't mind it in like say like Guild Wars or Arcade where it's there because although I'm never going to buy cosmetics I don't think I've ever bought cosmetics but I'm glad that it's there because other people will and that's going to keep the game afloat. Excellent. Don't yeah. put my microtransactions in for skins when you're already paying fifteen quid a month to play the game. That's yeah. just disgusting. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's just so greedy. Again, if if they're not as good as stuff you can get in game like i like i'll use wow as an example because you can't actually buy um like skins in wow but some of the tier sets in wow which is like 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 x amount you say of that you actually will... can 
You could buy like hell. There's like helmets and well, stuff you uh, yeah, can buy in Transmogens. Yeah, yeah, there is helmets, I suppose. But I mean, to be fair, a lot of the a lot of the in-game items look a lot better anyway. They really mm. do. Like so, some of the some of the. I mean, to be fair, it is a 15-year-old game. They have 15 years to come up with good stuff. Like you know, it's it's inevitable. But like, for example, in Arcage, like I, you don't see anyone that doesn't have a skin. You will. They will have some form of skin. Yeah. Like, you don't see people walk around and like you don't notice anyone's weapon. You don't know like, but you can't look at a weapon and be like, bam, that's Thunder Fury. Like, bam, that's Bone Reaver's Edge. Like, you, you, like it's so recognizable in like mm. a lot of MMOs where it's like you've 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 worked for that weapon. And, like, I think games, Arcage like, does it in a different way. Transmog. I think Arcage does it in a way where it's like, oh, this guy's got the Eternal buff. This guy's a you know he he yeah, he yeah you just it. see the buff yeah yeah. 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 Like they can't really do it as much in Arcage purely because yeah, it's, 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 it's tiers of gear and it's all very similar gear looking. Yeah, but yeah, I still think they should have some form of way to like show like uh, like look at like you can look at someone and be like right this guy has done stuff. Yeah, like, that's the best part of an MMO for me is like you like is when people know you in 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 Arcage obviously it's like through the PvP and stuff like. You, uh, you'll get noticed through like what you do in game, so it's like you've got like a rep for it. Yeah. But a lot, I mean, which I do like. To be fair, it's a bit different, so I'm I'm kind of torn between it. How do yeah. we get here from Konami? I don't know. Actually, actually <laughs> we did get. Well, I mean, we, actually, we we were talking about Pez, and then we were talking about uh, FIFA and Ultimate Team and uh, transactions. There we go. There's the... We've kind of uh, half covered the next uh, news item now. Yeah, <laughs> so actually, we could we could talk about you know speaking of subscription models, uh, Ubisoft so funny. brought out Trackmania with a paid subscription model, a yearly subscription model, which they uh, then denied was a subscription. They were like, "Well, no, it's not a subscription because you're not paying for it monthly, guys. You're only paying." Uh, I think it was fifteen dollars a year, and it's just like it's just mm. like buying the game again, which actually makes yeah. it sound worse in a way. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I think it was like thirty dollars for one yeah, year or sixty stupid. for three. So like, just keep, oh yeah, it's, it just keep buying it. Like you just buy it. Like, 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 anyway. and, and then you buy it again. It's 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 not a subscription. I I think the logic that they're using there is it's not a subscription because it's not going to take your card details and automatically bill you again. That starts the technicality, but it's still a subscription. They're just trying you to, know. you know, <laughs> package it differently. They just want to be like, yeah, it's a surprise subscription. <laughs> every every year, like, oh, I've lost that one I've lost fifteen dollars. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> There's the surprise. You forget about it in three years' time, and it's like, oh, where'd thirty dollars go? Ultimate <laughs> Mania. I haven't played that in three years. And the servers have probably been shut for two years as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long Trackmania will, will uh, last, but uh, I think there's definitely a lot of people. Has anyone played Trackmania here or any of the other Trackmania games? I'm pretty sure we've played. We've no, played it together, haven't we? I think. I think we I, might I, have played like an old one I together at one point. We played the, the original because the, the thing is, because um, this is the third main Trackmania game, I think. The second one, they just mm. buggered up because they split the fan base by having each game like totally separate there was like a bunch of games under the um trackmania 2 banner and they, they were all completely separate so it just split the fan base uh, i think uh, it's gotten to the point now where the hardcore fans only care about the original game and i don't think anything is going to move them at this point um so it's yeah it'll probably 
die pretty quickly, especially with the subscription model. They've killed it even before it's out the gate, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's just it's one of those series where they hit it out the park with the original, with the original one, and then ever since then they just keep making stupid mistakes like this, and they're just it's, killing the series. Like yeah, <sighs> yeah. It just, sounds like Destiny. It's one of those situations De- where I don't know what Ubisoft are doing. Like, I think they just think it's like a throwaway IP at this point where they can just sort of milk it for a bit of money. Throw it out every now and then. Because it's not a huge IP. Like, you say Trackmania and, like, I feel like most people mm. won't know what you're talking about. Pretty obscure. You, you, could just, you could just assume it's a car game of some kind. <laughs> but yeah, I'm... But what were you going to say about Destiny? I feel like you were going to go more in, in there on that. No, no, I was just going to say, because he, he was mentioned, like, it was, like, the first one that came out was, like, the, like, the, the pen, like, the, the peak of it. Like, the, after that, they were like, okay, now let's just do this, 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 and this, and he just fucking killed it, which is literally what happened to Destiny, which pissed a lot of people off, including myself, to be fair. I didn't actually play Destiny 1, but I was excited to play Destiny 2 because of Destiny 1. And I mean, then we enjoyed it more than we did play. Yeah, but then when you look back at it and consider the fact that the we content ran the out very quickly, campaign, we completed the entire campaign in two and a half hours and didn't die once. That was every, and then we had like the best gear after like three hours, and it was like, well, now what? Yeah, I believe I think I think people have said it got pretty good with the expansions and after a lot of updates, but on launch it was uh, definitely not. It was not enjoyable. Like it was, it was, it was an enjoyable play for it, but then you were like, well, now what? Yeah, I mean, so. I got some of the expansions. I did actually play some of them. I had two of the three at the time, including the latest one at that time, and it was just kind of the same thing. Like, it's not. I think the difficulty is just needs tuning up like a lot. I think that would make the game a lot more enjoyable. It doesn't need to be more grindy because the quests are grindy enough. It's you don't need to buff that kind of thing. It's like you need to make things be a little bit more deadly. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was like I mean they're doing expand. I feel like they're actually adding content there. Ubisoft are more so just they're just milking an IP and trying to, oh, trying, yeah, to re-brand, yeah, trying to rebrand it and be like, hey, it's not a subscription, guys. Give us more money. I don't know Ubisoft. Um, I'd be surprised if there's much difference between this Trackmania game and previous titles, other than like you know graphical overhaul and stuff. I know they've got like a map editor in there and stuff, but I believe that's locked behind the paid subscription. See, that's ridiculous because the whole point of Trackmania is the yeah. the, con- uh, the track creator. It's one of those games where it's built on on the fan content, isn't it? No one's buying Trackmania to play the the full preset levels made by Ubisoft. That's just not the point of the game yeah. at all. So you have to pick up the game and then you've got to pay their like either thirty dollars for three years or fifteen dollars yearly subscription, and no one's playing it in three years. Let's be honest. I don't know. And you- that seems like they're just trying to take more money off people. You can still play the first one for free. Like, the mm-hmm. first one, um, the base, like, this game is free, and you just pay extra to get the other, like, themes, because there's different level themes, and, you know, um, the different themes have, some of them have different mechanics that you can add in with the track editor, so there are different tracks for each different theme, but most of them are just under the bog standard one. Um, you, and you can play that for free, still. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just... They're just pushing people to play the original it's... game more. I think that's why it's going to be really hard to ever move the hardcore fan base off the first game. Yeah, it's what like publishers are all doing this nowadays. They all want to move over to live services, you know. Games as a service. Yeah. Gas. It's uh, I mean, 
there's I feel like most of the top games now are you know or at least the ones that are played the most are live services in some form which I mean you know I I don't know why it just couldn't come out as like just put it as a normal release you know maybe do a DLC pack at some points if you really want to make a little more extra off it but just put it as a full game you know I feel like it would have sold better you know just I don't know what the original price for Trackmania is but just I don't think it's a full sixty dollar title, is it? I don't what, believe it what is. What you mean, like Trackmania? As in the original Trackmania, you mean? I, oh. I think you actually is this actually free to play though. I'm sure you pick up a copy, don't you? You mean you mean the new one that's coming out or the the original the new, one? The one we're talking about right now, the Trackmania. Uh, it's it says it's thirty dollars for one year. I I believe you've got to. I, I think you you've got to pick up the game before the subscription model, you know. Um, I mean the I the article you sent doesn't mention anything about that. I could double check that, but I feel like even if just like forget the subscription model, just just bring it out, you know. Oh, it says players will be able to access certain features for free or pay nine okay. ninety nine for one year of standard access. But there then there's go. club access, which costs thirty dollars for got one the year. Editor. In, yeah, okay, yeah. So, so okay. So there's tiers of subscriptions. So I imagine for, for free, you can probably play like one track a week. <laughs> Something yeah. stupid like that. It's hmm. the, weird. I, I don't know what, like, they've got to make everything a live service and it's really, it's really irritating. I just like to see, you know, just put out a full game, you know, leave it be. If you would need to, if you want to make more money off it down the line, make some DLC for it. Just even if it's like I don't know, I'm trying to think like a few new tracks and then some new uh new track editing stuff that you could use. I don't know. There's uh, there's so much more they could do with it, and I feel like it's just gonna put a lot of people off, especially with them lying been... about to be in a subscription. <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, they're not helping themselves. I, I've been saying this for for a while now, and as, as mad as this sounds, um. I think Nintendo actually have this right, and Nintendo hardly ever have anything right because they're such a backwards company. But in Nintendo this one situation, this is the thing, though. It's weirdly worked in their favour. The fact that they're such a backwards company has made this has made them more pro-consumer in this one aspect because everyone else is going to this games as a service thing where they're just trying to get as much money out of you as possible. Nintendo, it's like, all right, the games are expensive. They're like sixty pound and they never go down in value ever. And GameCube ever. games are still like they're, they're so expensive. Yeah, but you get you get the full game. You like all the extra stuff can be unlocked it's none of it's paid for there's never yeah. any microtransactions yeah. and loads of them get free updates for years down the line as well because yeah. you've already paid for all those free updates by paying a little bit extra upfront for the game That's so the i'm totally fine with that to be fair it's probably because they they've never ever really done online stuff very right anyway they're always the thing is, when it comes to that the, no, but they online, do. the way they do online is dog shit to this day it's horrendous and it just like you've got yeah, to download apps is. on your phone to invite people you can't invite anyone from your friends list to certain games like splatoon for example which came out early on in its lifetime oh my god their online system was horrendous mm. but nintendo do the one thing right and that is like the actual game um yeah developments is just phenomenal it's they know how to make unbelievable a video game. oh yeah without question you're gonna follow it up tough um, 
No, not really. Afford, I, I just think, okay. I, I made my point. I'd rather okay. it's just I'd rather pay a little bit more up front and have the whole game yeah. than pay less at the start and then have them nickel and dime me for the next ten years because I'll end up paying more in the long run anyway. I think we can all agree on that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Would you like to play <laughs> Devil's Advocate Zots? I do like DLCs to an extent. I really do. I'm, oh, no, I'm DLCs not... are fine. I'm talking about yeah. microtransactions and skins here. Okay, no, that, no, I'm not. I'm, that, that, I don't like cash shops. I just don't like cash shops oh. at all. To be fair, yeah. I understand why they're there because there's obviously a purpose, especially if it's a buy-to-play game. Like they're gonna run out of money keeping the servers up eventually. Do you know what I mean? But to an extent, just to an extent, yeah. I don't like cash shops. If it, if it if it enhances your gameplay in any way, shape, or form, and I mean even inventory space by one slot. It shouldn't be in the fucking cash shop at all. Get it out. Get it gone. I hate... I hate bike expansions in MMOs. If you have to pay real money for that, <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Well, that's the thing that you can do in... Um, in well, I don't know whether it's in Unchained. No, it's you not. Can, it's not. So in Legacy, you could buy <laughs> bike expansions. It, it's direct with cash. You buy in-game currency with cash. You use in-game currency to... Well, it's not in-game currency in terms of like your character's currency. It's like the shop currency. You credits. then buy that, which in, yeah, credits with it, which enhances your player's currency. So you're indirectly buying it with cash, like straight up, and it just drives me mad. I use arcades as an example because that's where I'm most educated. I wouldn't yeah. know when it comes to when either other MMOs or cash shops, really. Yeah, but um, I I just I don't know. I think I I don't mind live services when it, I feel like some companies do it right. There are some people that do it. I feel like Fortnite does it right. Like I don't like Fortnite oh, yeah? personally, but they yeah, do, no. the way they do it is right. It's got the yeah. whole battle pass. Yep. They have agree. they have value in there when they put out new updates, and they frequently put out free updates as well. Very often they have like the whole they have, they have chapters for, and stuff, yeah. and different seasons. They do uh, stuff like that. Epic have done insane. I, I, you can't hate on Fortnite at the end of the day. You really can't. It's done yeah, so much. Well, well, you can because it's popular, okay? And popular things are bad. I don't know if you know yeah, this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, yeah. Like... I mean, especially with the Battle Pass thing, I don't, I don't recall a game before Fortnite having a Battle Pass. Do you guys recall any? No, that was the one, that was what popularized it, definitely. I don't know mm, if there was something before I, that. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think of any. I really can't. I mean, I, I, I mean in-game check marks like little like battlefield for example you do this you get this you play this amount of games with this you unlock this but straight up like battle pass i think it's a great idea it gives people a sense of false um achievement and um <laughs> it then just sort of gives the game longevity and replayability because people want to unlock things to look cooler and as i said it's, a, it's not i say false sense of um accomplishment it's not really i suppose but you know what i'm going with it yeah i mean obviously epic's not done everything completely right like they do but i feel for fortnite specifically i think they've done everything yeah. pretty well like they they have like their i don't know it's just the fact that they put out updates the... so frequently and and they're all quite high quality from what i've seen yeah i like how the the interact with people as well i'm pretty sure they have like some way where you, like you can vote for certain weapons and game modes and stuff to come back I didn't know. That. I haven't looked into too. I haven't looked into too much, but I understand the vault system is like something gets like vaulted, so they'll take out like the the pump action shotgun was taken out at one point, which caused uproar because everybody loves that weapon. Um, but that was vaulted at one point, which means it was not in the game for seven, like x amount of weeks or whatever because mm. something else replaced it, and then like they swap things around, 
which uh, I mean that can be somewhat kind of like more content for people because like I'm pretty sure they had like done the same with different game modes as well. Yeah. I love I, the 50 vs 50 game mode in Fortnite. I've always I, I remember that. you being very into uh, that, that was at one fun. point. It was, it's really fun. It's so fun. It's just a big TDM. You start the game as a battle royale. You then meet up with everyone and it's 50 vs 50. Just team deathmatch. Keep your weapons when you die. Just pick up ammo and materials. Yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like outside. Listen, I went into Fortnite. I was like, I want that John Wick skin. Want to want to play as Keanu Reeves? And that oh was yeah, it. you got that, didn't you? That's that's all. That's the only thing I paid for in Fortnite. I was like, I'll get the battle pass just so I can get that John Wick skin. That was it. And then I just stopped. Yeah. I pretty much stopped playing after that. I was like, all right, I got what I want. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you played a ton at that time, didn't you? Yeah, which I is got, I... it's mad as well. For someone who's into shooters, I never won a game of Fortnite ever. No, you didn't. I, I remember. Every I didn't time play it for played, too like, long. I played it for a few months. Gonna, so. I was like, all right, we're gonna get Zot a win this time whenever we play. <laughs> I just never got one. I, I mean, I, I won the 50 vs 50 loads of times, but that, that's obviously yeah. quite literally got a 50%. It's, it's, just, it's just a face roll, to be fair. It's just a big TDM. Um, but yeah, I never won squad solos or duos with it. I won... Uh, oh, no, I did. I did. I won squads online. I've won one game of squads, but I've not won solo or duo where it really matters. Squads, yeah. you can just get carried by people. I think that, that was just around the time where I was super into Battle Royale. I was like, I really enjoyed PUBG. I remember PUBG was so good when oh, we PUBG. were first playing it. We had so much fun playing that game. We've yeah. done. There's nothing we never done in that game. Nothing. I'm really sad I missed the in that game. Yeah, it was. It was. To be a fair, lot of fun. it's still popular. It's you, just you not the same. Play it at some point. It's not the same. No, it's not the same. It'll never I be the fell same. off it when they changed the movement. When they changed the movement, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this game. You you, you don't like the vault and you miss you miss being able to like crouch your bot windows glitch and stuff. through walls. Yeah, yeah, because it was a skill. And then, yeah. like, and and the, the actual turn, like the 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 turn based movements, and like, it takes longer to turn now than it used to. It's like it's slowed down a lot more, but the it's actual a lot more sluggish movement. Yeah, and I don't like it. it. It's really sluggish, really badly. Yeah. So that was track many, I guess. Apologies, <laughs> yeah, one now. But um, shall we move on to the paradox union? Should we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I've only got one thing to say about this, and very good. good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What else can you say? They've unionized. I mean, good on them. <laughs> we can we can talk about like I don't know, just the way it works in general for a lot of people working in like a lot of devs. This just mean this is going to be a good thing because hopefully that'll mm. you know get rid of crunch time. Hopefully you know they'll get better pay. A lot of a lot of devs are like underpaid. They're forced to do crunch time. You know, well, not not forced. Mm. They're highly encouraged to do to do it. It's like, well, we really need it's you like here it's for peer this. Pressure. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, we're not we're not going to say that we'll fire you if you if you don't crunch. But yeah, and yeah. you certainly won't get a promotion if you don't crunch. Yeah, it's like Sorry. it's I don't know. It's become a standard in the game industry, especially as well, and it's it's quite toxic for um and poisonous to a lot of companies because a lot of devs like burn out during mm. crunch time and stuff like this and i think it's just a case of poor management when it comes down to crunch time it just means you I'm haven't not, managed yeah, to very honestly well. i don't understand how crunch is expected and how it's become just the right yeah. way to make games like it's it's just bizarre in any other industry surely that would be seen as dreadful management like yeah who are these project leads who are who will because at this point they must be planning it they must be planning oh, ahead yeah, they... to have a crunch period 
so insane. I think it could definitely have something to do with publishers wanting to push these games out a lot sooner than the devs are ready for. And it's like, well, guys, we got to crunch. The publisher's mm. given us no chance to uh, get this out, so we got we got to take some time to crunch on it. And it's just it has become expected. And I think this is something a lot of people um, yeah. don't talk about. Because a lot of, like, just normal ga- gamers don't really care about this stuff. It's the kind of stuff that happens behind the scenes. I don't think... They, they don't get told, that's the thing. They yeah. don't know, and that's, you know, it's just not informed. But then you, I'm you sure also get people who don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I think there was, a, the like, well, probably is... the minority in there, I think. Yeah, you gotta be a big nerd. I think, um... <laughs> I, th- I think the biggest problem, though, is um, it's it doesn't matter how long it's been proven previously that it doesn't matter how long the game's in development for. There's still going to be a crunch period, so you can't just say let them um, let them develop the games for a bit longer because it, it's it's always it's just built into the way these projects are made now. Yeah. Like uh, Cyberpunk is going through a crunch period right now, and how is that game? How does that game need a crunch? How? So yeah. It's been like nine years. It was supposed to be already out, but they pushed it back because of uh, everything going on. Which, I mean, everything going on right now might, you know, it could, it could, you know, justify crunch for certain games. But Cyberpunk, they've been working on that for a long time. I think it it comes down to they're always like, oh, well, we can do more finishing touches on this before we, you know, send this out. And I don't know, I feel like they need, they have this idea that they need to crunch and do a little bit more extra. And it just, it's in the minds of these project leads and the devs are just like, well, I mean, I gotta do it. Sorry, sorry, honey, I won't be home for the next two weeks. <laughs> I will. I'll be Sleeping sitting on the desk. desk. Yeah, it's stuff like that. That's kind of just. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't think it's hard to say what even consumers could do about it, except I guess rant about it on Twitter or podcasts. <laughs> I feel like it's all you can really do, honestly, because they just don't like the PR. Like, if there's bad PR, then, you know, that's the only thing that kind of affects them. But it's it's a hard yeah. thing to I mean, tackle. I, d- I do think the attitude on crunch is changing. And this, well, this proves yeah. it, actually, that, that it is changing because it is getting more and more bad press. And you've got, you've got you so many people so. in... Yeah, but I feel like... In, in like this this pro game again well now there's so many journalists out there in the gaming industry who are trying to improve um just the general industry and um there's people like jason uh, i'm probably gonna mispronounce his name now there's jason shreer or shreer yeah like um he's you know all the articles he puts out is it's calling out companies for doing stuff like this and it's good that we've got that and the attitudes are changing and slowly mm-hmm. but surely we're getting there and this proves it actually the fact that paradox are doing it and paradox are you know famously scummy and greedy mm. i mean it's i don't know it's just really uh, cool to see more skylines <laughs> it's just really cool to <laughs> see more, more union yeah you you're like yeah i know that but i don't know <laughs> have you got any opinion on zol because i feel like um Obviously, we're more invested in the industry in general. Yeah, you, you are. I stay away from that kind of stuff, um, partially because I'm lazy and don't really look into it too much. I am really excited about the next topic if you get into that, though. I'll be honest, I want to hear about that. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that one's... The next topic's going to be interesting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next one's I've pretty just had a quick scan over it because I have, I have no idea. I do not know. I'll be truthfully honest. I have no idea. Uh, I haven't really got an opinion based on that. But yeah, I mean, this is... Hey, I mean... I don't know. I the think, game I mean, industry is still, like... Compared to other industries, it's still, like, mm-hmm. relatively young. In that oh, sense. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. The next article is written by Jason Schreier. Funnily yeah, enough. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, Point proven. Is he freelance now, or is he actually just because he's um, a couple in bed there, isn't he? It's poaching, isn't it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I actually, I'm gonna follow him on Twitter. I think um, I do as well. He was freelance for a little while, but he put a tweet out uh, like a couple of days ago saying that he he works for someone now, but I can't I can't remember who he said. Well, I mean, he's writing on Bloomberg, so that was very recent. I mean, hey, that's it's rather prestigious place to move from because he was mm. uh, Kotaku, wasn't he head head of Kotaku? Kotaku, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's a good leap, but yeah. Um, mm. Shall we move on to that yeah, topic? Then? It is yeah, Bloomberg. Okay. He works for now. Shall we move on to the next topic, which is this one's going to be very interesting. Yeah, so. Uh, the next topic is on Take-Two cancelling a contract with Star Fairy Games, which were the people who did Kebble Space Program, and now they've shut down as a business. And mm. Take-Two, in all, all their wisdom, after cancelling it, decided, you know what, let's now try and pull these devs on to our team. Let's poach a few of them. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting if, like, reading over this... Like the way this has all went down. What do you think on it? Mm. Tef, results apparently left. Yeah, sorry. Um, he's been dropping messages, but you don't get them. He's he's going oh, yeah. back in a second. He's just got to quickly run off. It's fine. We'll vamp for him. Um, yeah. This is he's he's had this time anyway. Talk about esports. It's time for us to talk about the gaming yeah. industry. We're talking. So, <laughs> yeah. I think this is just the most utterly diabolical thing in the world but at the same yeah. time it's hilarious it's actually so evil that it's kind of hilarious it's it's like pa- power rangers level of evil <laughs> it's just ridiculous did someone say esports no hey, don't worry about it back in your <laughs> calm down <laughs> um yeah i just thought it's it is just so comically evil really the fact that the, that the um they're, uh, th- they're just contacting them immediately after shutting them down. Like, hey, do you want to come work for our, our new studio? Which is, you yeah. know, we're going to pay you. Well, there was, there was a three-month period yeah. where they were still running. <laughs> true. But they, true. Were, they were the only source of revenue that Star Ferry had, which they've then decided, okay, well, they, they obviously know this, and then they've just decided, you know, we'll cancel that contract. Whatever, you know, they were you know, dealing with money-wise that time. And now they're like, hey, well, why don't you, why don't you come join us? Well, uh, you can make that thing for us anyway, but we'll, you know, for a lower cost. I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. They've been like, hey, let's uh, let's just mm. have them disband and then we'll pull them all back in we'll, and then we'll bring them under our, our branch. I think it's a really heavy-handed way of it. I mean, yeah, we don't even know if they're getting paid the same amount, do we? But I, I feel I like suspect... it's going to be less, obviously. Pro- yeah, it probably will be. Um, but I think another big part of it, though, is that I think they're trying. It's a really like heavy-handed way to cut out middle management because yeah. the people who really lose out here aren't the developers. They're getting poached. They're getting another job. Mm. It's going to be the people who are running that studio, running Star Theory Games. They're out yeah, of a job they now. Just screwed them over. Yeah, like they're the ones who've it's really like lost out here constantly now. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't see it. stuff like as blatant as this. Maybe, yeah, maybe not as blatant, but it's it's people are just getting cut left, right, and centre. I mean, remember Blizzard? That thing that was just ridiculous. Which which Blizzard thing? Like, remember when they got rid of all their employees? Like a crap ton of like the most important like devs for like World of Warcraft and stuff. 
Oh, it was yeah, they, while, they, like, did, they did drop a lot of people. I think there was, like, there was a lot of community managers no were dropped and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it has something to do with uh, Activision as well. I'm pretty sure they had like a big say in what happened. Mm. Yeah, um, we were actually talking about this recently, how a lot of, you you don't realize it, but a lot of company, a lot of like uh, devs just dissolve and you just don't even notice. Like mm. we, we were talking about, what we were talking about last time, Tef, you mentioned a few. Yeah, we did have... It was your topic. We did have a conversation about this, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, um, it was. Um, oh, it was Maxis, and I found out Maxis are um technically still open, but like they're in a completely different place now. Like the name is still going, but it's not the same company. Uh, but yeah, they, 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 we 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 had that conversation about how um publishers just close studios and merge studios constantly to the point where no studio really has an identity anymore. And uh, like. Uh, now they don't even have their own names half the time. They're just like Ubisoft Studios, Seattle, or something like that. It's, it's all getting funny enough. It's getting a bit um, Final Fantasy Seven. It's like a Sector Seven sort of thing, or Welcome to City Seventeen. Like no one's got an identity anymore. But part of that is you are expected to just move constantly as a developer. Otherwise, you might be out of a job. Yeah, I mean, I you've got to wonder how much um, how much like company politics is in between all this of them like dissolving them yeah true and uh like how often like, does it actually happen power. but it's not as um <laughs> you know ob- obviously it's not as you know obvious to everyone what they're doing how often do we see stuff like that's within the industry that's the thing isn't it because if J- jason Schreier's not writing an article on it we're not going to know about it um we only know about this because he's written about it there's going to be countless similar situations that we just don't know about because he's the only person who cares about this sort of thing <laughs> So he, you know, yeah. he's the one, the one guy out there who's really pushing all this stuff. Um, it's, it's, and it it, make... Yeah, that's why I follow him on Twitter because he's one. He is one of the journalists. Like the, he goes, he goes at it. He actually hits the hard stuff. Yeah, he's a really, and, really good journalist. Yeah, and I, I do want to see more, more. Uh, I don't. I want to see more people like that. I think games journalism in general has gotten to a point where. Some, I think it's getting better. Honestly, there's a lot of good going on. Oh, it's a lot better. Because there's a lot mm. of places you can now go to get the information you need. Because you, there's mm. even just individuals on YouTube now. You can just go find someone you like. And it's like, okay, I like this person. I can watch their content. But yeah. yeah. It's, go on. What are you saying, Tef? I was just going to say, you know, sometimes you might stumble across uh, someone who talks about your favorite MMO. And then you decide to check out his Twitch channel. And he's there ranting live about the game industry. Everybody's at it these days. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of, plenty of people would... that you can... <laughs> go on <But> yeah. go <laughs> on I don't know I just I, I was your favourite YouTuber stuff oh okay. you've got a YouTube channel uh, I said I didn't know you were my favourite um, so I was your favourite YouTuber oh no I heard what you said I just didn't know you had a YouTube channel <laughs> oh right okay <laughs> neither did I apparently <laughs> it's been abandoned left in the dust Listen, you you got to get back on that at some point. You need something to plug at the end of this podcast. So I need, I need a desk. Yeah. That's what I need. I'm on but a glass yeah. dining table right now, mate. Don't talk to me about lack of desks. My mouse pad is a book. It's just this, like, notepad. That is I... about double the space that I have for my mouse. <laughs> right, Tef, if you need a mouse pad, I can hit you up. I, I got one. I got one. <laughs> I'll take it. I, I will use it. You know I will. I, I know you will. Slap that ass any time of the day. <laughs> yeah. I'll just hang it up on a wall in a frame. I could put it on the wall behind me and then rest my head. Oh, right you on the pillow. Yeah, be comfy. Is the Pepe pillows that I like that? I'm gonna Google this. 
No, don't do that. <laughs> there, there's Actually, definitely I want to do that. A Pepe body pillow of some kind. Pepe body pillow. Incognito <laughs> mode, of course. Oh. <laughs> they just look shit posts. I mean, I'm. I'm oh, I, oh, no. That ain't good. That ain't good. I regret this. But yeah, Hello? um. Sorry. Yeah, I was just, um. Is that you're just I'm stunned into silence? <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I'm looking, looking at the article more. It's, um. Have you seen this pep, the pet based stuff? Are you looking at this right now? Or is it just me? Mm. I wish I could send it over to uh, you. I'm looking at Pepe body pillows. It's, <laughs> it's I need it. Yeah, I mean, uh, hey, Twitch chat can send you one. Trust me, trust me, they can send you one. <laughs> they hit, they've hit no. me up with. <laughs> they've hit me up with the Pepe mousepad. Do you mouse use that? Pad. Do you actually use that mousepad or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right here, guys. You can't see. It. I can't tilt the camera down, but it is there. I, I'm sure it's it, definitely there. Maybe <laughs> but yeah, have we got any more to say on, I don't know, the Take-Two thing, apart from being, you know, pure evil? <laughs> Shinra Corp, levels of evil. How many Final Fantasy VII references can I make today? You, you could make a lot. I mean, speaking of evil as well, there is one other topic that I didn't really throw in the news, but there's a lot of people, a lot of, uh, I think it was a lot of people at Activision were talking about how they believe Bobby Kotick makes too much money. <laughs> And there's a big talk on yeah, that. Probably, yeah, He definitely does. That's fair. Activision are probably the greediest out of all the companies, not saying something. I hate them with a burn and passion, I'll be honest. Mm. I mean, I played Kotick them Activision really games since Black Ops 1. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th th it's Blizzard Activision now, so... Yeah. You oh, know, well, they are the yeah, same. It makes me sad. It really does. It is. I it feel is like I've had such though, an same. impact. I, again, it's biased because I'm just playing WoW all the time. But <laughs> oh my god, like I, I'd love to imagine. Well, I'd love to see where the game would have went if it was just Blizzard and not Activision involved. Yeah, I. Yeah, they're I mean, a much better company back in the day. It, it's got to a mm. point where it's a big business now, and it's all about Money. shareholders getting that, getting that dollar, dollar. You know. More than dollar dollar, a billion billion. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, one more um, news item before we move on from this. Uh, kind of news, kind of a slight plug. Um, but Sony have announced today that um, they've announced like the new dates for the PlayStation 5 conference. It's going to be on the 11th of June, oh, yeah. which is this Thursday. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, so... Um, I think me and Zam are going to go ahead with our original plan of uh, kind of commentating over it via Twitch. I mean, yeah, if we were allowed so to do that, I'm pretty sure you can, but there is yeah. the whole situation with DMCA takedowns going on on Twitch right now. I can delete yes. the VOD, it's fine. I'll never know. <laughs> so, yeah, that is um, 9 p.m. British time and uh, 1 p.m. Pacific time if you're a Yankee Doodle donkey on uh, Thursday. What? what, what? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, so... Oh yeah, you've done all the chat open, you've not seen the, uh, yeah. the beef. No, <laughs> mate, I'm, I'm ignoring chat today, I'll be honest. Who's in chat? I'm gonna take a look. It is... I mean, we don't... You know we don't react to chat within the podcast usually anyway. Typically we do, um... I, I mean, during breaks maybe, but it's like mostly talking. But yeah, it's 8pm GMT, we're gonna try and... I don't know, restream the uh, broadcast them all, do a little bit of commentary over it, be very snarky, make some very cynical comments. I don't know. <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun. You know us. Do the same as what we're doing right now. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, and if we'll it's anywhere near as iconic as, I, I just hope. Oh, am, I, am I shrinking as well? I think my camera's just falling back. I think my camera's falling back. It's not me like sliding down. But uh, yeah, and I just hope that there is there is funny as the um as the PS4 and Xbox One announcements because my oh, god, god no. they were oh, great god, to no. riff on. Yeah, that's one that guy couldn't speak. Don Matrick, what a legend! What he's, a guy! He just cut out with everything he said. He was just like, uh, and uh, um. <laughs> Uh, 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 I was, uh, it was so cringy to watch. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, it was just grim. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was great fun. I mean, it'll be a lot. It will be a lot of fun. I mean, the probably won't. We won't be seeing any influences in the event in any form during during <laughs> this one. <laughs> yeah, that word. And they they love bringing influences on. You know, get some big influence on to talk about the game or play the game or host. Yep. It always goes down Get wrong. Get on there. Watch the yeah. dock just come out. Watch. <laughs> oh, no. I'm it'd switching be, it off if the dock comes out. It'll be someone like... Get the dock, the man. It'll be someone like... Uh, I mean, if they were to get people... I don't I don't know. Who did they get? They got... I remember them getting an influencer last time who just... He wasn't very good at um, hosting. and he, he just seemed, like, very nervous and, like, completely out of it. When it, I don't remember what event that was. I don't know. Uh, just don't do influences, okay? No. I'll if you influences. if you want to have like the side booth thing where it's like, hey, we have a bunch of streamers over here streaming, you know, a demo version of the game for like when you wrap the your part of the show. Feel free to have that. Have a little segment, you know, introducing that. But don't have them host. Don't have them up front. Most of them can't. Listen, no, no one will do a better job. No one will do a better job of talking in front of a crowd regarding a game or a console than Keanu Reeves. That man has peaked. <laughs> peak I mean, performance. I mean, it's true. I, who knows? We might see Keanu Reeves, you know, in an event at some point again, because... Hey, he, maybe oh, he'll, maybe be, back. he'll more... be in another one. I mean, you say that, but also Cyberpunk's going to be out by the end of this year and we're definitely not going to have any live events this year maybe maybe he like he like streams in the little video he'll call he'll like... his bedroom <laughs> uh it'd, it'd be cool to see but I also know he doesn't really have like any sort of online pre- presence does he if I recall just an introvert much like much like uh, me except I All of us. broadcast the internet <laughs> yeah Def- I feel like I'm the most considering I you know, don't even know what time of day it is most of the time since the curtains never open and they're black. Yeah, they keep out the older lights. Pasty bastard. <laughs> Careful what you're saying. All right, so I've just I've just realised what you did there. <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> but yeah, we're about at the two-hour mark now. If we uh, want to start to wrap on up, I feel like we were wrapping up anyway. We were getting towards yeah. the end. But yeah, um, so much sports I'm talk about. Now. I mean, we could talk more about your sports. <laughs> I'm sure we could. But yeah, uh, so no, I want to play I mean, we, could. we we could. So Tef, uh, where can they find you? What what have you got? Something you might want to plug by chance? Oh, um, I do. Pro- well, probably not that you Zoomers would be interested in. Uh, well, as always, I've got a Twitter now. Um, because I'm cooling down with the kids, I'll whack that in the chat. It's just Teffers because someone stole Teffrian from me, and I'm still bitter. Um, I understand. I mean, 
if you go on there, you'll see um, just recently, actually, I, I linked to it. My um, boy Zan's like that because he's a legend. Uh, but I actually, occasionally, I, I actually put the rambles that I make down on paper and I put a Medium article up about Shadow of the Colossus. I wrote it, I think, I think I wrote it the day after we finished Eco. Um, and it was, at, it was, it was while we were in the Hangouts, actually. I was actually writing it while we were doing the Hangouts. Um, so, I'm amazed how well it's come together, considering it's like three in the morning. But uh, yeah, it's I've I've recently article on Shadow of the Colossus and just you know immersive meditative spaces in games because I think they're really cool. So go and have a look at that if you want to. Um, or, if you want, or to, I can stick you. The, I can stick that in the announcements after the podcast, so everyone can go take a little little peek at it. Go go have for it. But yeah, um, how about yourself, Zots? Where can the people find you? Do you exist on the internet uh, anymore? The only thing that you'll see me on. It's classic wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing you'll actually see me on is uh, Twitter at the moment. I just don't do anything ever anywhere at the moment. Uh, on Twitter, you'll probably just see me trying to figure out who's going to be on what esports team. I recently made one. I've only just double checked for who I put now, and two of the five people that I suggested to be on the same team, well, not suggested, but thought to be on the same team, are actually on the same team. I'm hyped about that. But you'll either see me complaining, sharing stupid shit, complaining, or something to do with esports. It's about it. Complaining? I I mean, if you want to see some complaining, let me let me direct you to my Twitter and my YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, if uh, if you don't know who I am, which I assume most people here do, but if you don't... <laughs> He's a host. That's yeah, all I'm he a- is. Zanrise on on Twitch, Zanrise on YouTube, the real Zanrise on Instagram, Zangames on Twitter, and that is it. So feel free to check me out on all those platforms. I do, I do all the stuff. I don't know. I don't. I don't even like. I don't. I get free time of it every now and then. I don't know what I do with it. I'm just making videos. I've got a lot more videos on the way on YouTube regarding Arcage. If you're very into Arcage, my YouTube's the place for you. But yeah, um, that is a wrap. Then that is. The end of the show. Thank you for uh, joining me, you two. It's good to have Zalt here no for worries, a week. No problem, for once. And, uh, yeah. yeah, thank you for watching, everyone. And the next podcast will be next Monday. Thurs- next Thursday is going to be the next stream, and that will be hopefully me and Tef streaming the PlayStation events, doing some oh, yes, some snarky commentary over it. And if that ends, I don't know how long it's going to be, but if it ends early, maybe I'll do something else afterwards, but we'll see. I think it's only about an hour. They, they already yeah. said it was going to be about just over an hour. So Yeah, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. But yeah, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching. And uh, we will see you next week. Au revoir. Bonsoir. <laughs>